Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Hello, and welcome to this week's Border and Buddies podcast. This week, I'm delighted to be joined by Carolyn Smith of TP Squared, who has just celebrated four years of TP Squared business. However, there's more to Carolyn than just the four years. She has spent over 20 years working in advertising and marketing and learning the ropes of running a business. So welcome, Caroline. I'm glad you've come on this week. Hello. Thank you very much for inviting me. <laughs> it's all right. That's okay. So I'm obviously keen to ask you all about TP Squared and how that came about. So I know what you do. Would you like to tell listeners what it is you do at TP Squared? Yeah, so we at TP Squared, so we're design-led marketeers and we build brands, bringing business stories to life with digital and printed marketing materials. So we're very creative and we love working with a broad range of clients in lots of different sectors. Right. Okay. All right. Um, So how did the business come about? What happened? Yeah, let me tell you the X Factor backstory. So yeah, so literally we've just celebrated on Wednesday, just gone four years. So on the 19th of July. So going back to July 2019, the company that we were working for, which in its heyday was a global marketing agency, um, we were a team of 15 here in Wombourne. The company had the previous year been sold to some other directors. And yet in July 2019, we all rocked up to work as usual and administrators were on the doorstep. Oh, wow. So I put my big girl pants on, registered a company and just said to the team, look, we're the ones with the relationships. We're the ones doing the work. Let's see how many clients we can get on board and let's take a new company forward. So, yeah, so I uh, bought the goodwill and assets of the previous company, the partnership, and we set up TP Squared. So you can see in our logo, so the TP taking the name of the previous company, the partnership forward and then squared originally was the number two the mathematical symbol for multiplying so that kind of whole story of going forwards yeah uh, taking that name forward so we reflected that in our story and our brand yeah so tell us then about the kind of work that you actually do I know that obviously marketing changes it markets change and there's almost a fashion isn't there and currently social media is the thing so yeah. so tell us about how you work with clients what you do with them yeah so we do lots of different things for lots of different clients so we've got a core set of clients financial services so we do a lot of reports brochures product sheets fact sheets and then we work with other clients on social Social is a great way to really, in a human way, connect with your audience. So it's a brilliant platform to not only raise brand awareness, 
yeah. you can really easily and quickly let your audience your customers know who you are what you stand for and if done well it's a great strand to your marketing strategy yeah yeah I know from the conversation earlier that we were you're very into the kind of psychology of branding and showing the human face of the person behind their social media yeah definitely I think as consumers we're a lot more savvy now in how we buy and who we buy it from. So I think it's really important to tell your business story. So however you're doing that, whether it's a printed brochure or on social media, just really succinctly showing who you are in a very human, a very confident, a very natural way. It, mm. You know, everything, I mean, everything that we do is high quality and glossy because that's what we do. But, you know, it's it's social media is an easy platform to really show what you stand for. You know, people talk a lot about corporate social responsibility. It's a great platform to show how you're being social, how you're being responsible. I personally, yet yeah, psychology is amazing. You know, how colour theory, for instance, how certain colours can evoke certain triggers. So, you know, red is used a lot in fast food because it's impulse. It makes you want to do something. So like sales, when you go into a shop, sale signs are usually like the red and the white, you know, sale, buy now, 50%. Because of the psychology behind it is that red triggers you to create that urgency to go, yeah, I need that. I want that. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so no, it's amazing. And, you know, you can, again, you know, you, in a more kind of human way, you can portray what your company values are. So you can visually and with the words that you use, let people know what you stand for and attract right. the right types of people. And as I say, I think as consumers, we do want to hear more about, it's not just about your products or your services. We want to know if I work with you, you know, what do you stand for? How do you make my life, my mm. world better? So what kind of process do you go through then when someone comes to, I mean, I, I suppose you get two types of clients. One one who says, oh, we, we want to, you know, raise awareness and, and, you know, lift our game, so to speak. And then you get the other end, perhaps, where someone is, I'm just starting, I need a logo and that kind of thing. So there's, I guess there's yeah. two different scenarios. Do you have a different yeah. approach or...? Very much so. So every business is different, obviously, in what they want, what they stand mm. for, how they work their business. But we use a really collaborative process. And for us, it doesn't matter whether you're a startup or a big global financial services company. It's still about understanding who that business is. So, you know, what makes you special, your company, your organisation, your mm -hmm. offer, what is it that you've got? I think we all expect now as consumers that everything's going to be high quality. You're yeah. going to get customer service. You know, that level of expectation now is set. So saying that we're great at customer services, that isn't a unique offering anymore. We, we expect that. Yes. Uh, so we like to work collaboratively and really drill down what is it about you, mm. your business, your product, your service that really makes you stand out from other competitors or in the marketplace. Right. So we go through that same process. It doesn't matter if it's just a logo, just a business card or launching a new product or service. We'll go through the same process to really understand it so that we can, in the brand identity or the brand messaging, really pull out all the things that are really important for your customer to know yes yeah I know from because we kind of jointly work with a, an organization 
in Wolverhampton, I know the process is very thorough when you're producing ideas, you know, that, and it's not just try this logo or have a look at that logo. There's a whole, it's almost like a book that you write yeah. about this yeah. branding. and Yeah, the process we follow is, as I say, it's very deep. So we believe to get the best, you've got to ask. It's not just the board level or the senior team. You need everyone in that organisation from top to bottom to be included in the process. So yes, we did. You know, we have questionnaires. If we don't feel we've got all the information we need, you know, Mm. we'll go off and fact find ourselves. What can we learn about the company? Looking at social channels, looking at websites, you know, what's out in the public domain about that business. So we, it's the whole, the whole picture is really needed. And like you say, yeah, it's then, it's not just, here's a pretty graphic. It's, Mm. we then provide all the rationale behind it of why we think something will work. Yes, um, and it, it, we firmly believe in stories, storytelling. Historically, we love stories. So if you mm. can do that with your brand identity, we firmly believe that businesses that build brands, you'll go further faster. You'll connect with your audience quicker. People will know who you are, what you stand for. So yeah, it's not just a logo. Yeah, it's very thorough from uh, what I know about the company that uh, you know you've worked with that I'm associated with as well. Um, So you've talked about the human side of social media. Where do you think the AI, you know, the likes of chat GPT and things like that fit in? Do they help or? They, in the right hands, yes. Um, So, I mean, it's a hot topic in most sectors isn't it AI and there are like the the creative softwares that we use they are looking at AI and how to incorporate that and yeah it's like oh my god it's going to take over our jobs and you know but I think in the right hands it, it can be used really well so yeah you can jump on any AI tool and ask it to write something for you you've still got to understand the topic and be able to ask it to you know you can jump on and say right create me a blog post Yes. On such and such in 500 words. But are they going to write it? Is it going to be written in your tone of voice? Is it going to be written to succinctly fit in with your brand identity and messaging? Probably not. So you've got to understand it and teach it how to get the best content. And that's the same whether it's, you know, the tools are out there now to use it in graphic design, in Photoshop, you know. Um, Scary. But in the right hands, I think it will just... yeah. It could be a really good tool. So, so yeah, but you have to still, you've got to have, you've got to be a craftsman. You've still got to understand how to use it and then use it for your, the best way it can be. So we do, we use it for copy, yeah. uh, for social media. Again, it's a great tool because I don't know about you, but sometimes, you know, when you sit down, you're like, right, I've got to write this blog or I've got to write this thing and you hit a brick wall, it's great to jump onto one of those tools and it's a, a start point and you can go, right, yes, I'll use that little bit and then make it your own. Yes, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. So, and I experience that blank paper syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Sit here and I go, nobody yeah, yeah. wants to hear from me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I just, I do say, tell it, you know, what I want to write and in what way. And uh, then I copy paste it 
into a Word document and then I start to play around with it to make it me as if it's yeah. from me. It, it does help by giving the ideas, you know, yeah. and the content ideas, I think. So, so yeah. So you're not kind of over, overly phased by it. You know, you're not panicking about it. <laughs> no. No, no, not at all, because, it, you know, with any industry, with any craft that you're good at, I think it's just a nice, a, an additional tool to have in your pocket to be able to, to help you. So, you know, again, in, in lots of industries, that you say that crippling thing sometimes you've got to do something and constantly coming up with ideas and something new can yeah. be tricky so for AI you, you can help it to cut out some of that procrastination you yeah. that that crippling thing of oh my god is that there for 15 minutes half an hour and something isn't coming mm. it's a good tool to help that process and yeah. and um just keep the momentum and positive and the ideas coming yes yeah. So I'm intrigued by the colour psychology. So what does yellow mean? Because you're you've got yellow and black. We have so so yellow just evokes fun. It's happy. Like the yellow flowers behind you. I bet that yeah. creates joy for you. It's just a lovely colour. Black is strength, authority. Blues tend to be used, financial services, tech companies, because mm -hmm. it's trust. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing how colours can make you feel a particular way or yes. you know and trigger a response so yeah it's not just about again it's not just about a pretty colour or a pretty picture it's how do you want your customers to feel when they look at your website or their your your brochure so the colours you use within your brand should be very carefully selected. Ooh, what does like a dark pink mean then? <laughs> So pinks, probably unsurprisingly, pinks are very much linked with passion, with war. Okay. Yeah. So, so probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. my logo is like a dark cerisi pink. Yeah. Not dissimilar to the card colour on there. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that it meant like it just seemed to be the right colour. Yeah. Yeah. It is it linked strongly with femininity. I can't get my words out. That's femininity. Right. No, can't say yeah. it. Yeah, femininity, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and warmth. So, you know, it's a again, you know, in the sex industry. Oh, okay. And summers, Victoria's Secrets, lots of pink. So it's passion, it's warmth, it's soft. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Inter fascinating it is. Fascinating. Yeah. And I love the t shirt. Oh Thank God. you. Yes, yeah. I am a bit of a feminist myself. So yeah, yeah. I think especially being so female business owner, really proud of that. Mm. I think that is there's only about eleven percent of female creative business owners. Right. So that's yeah. So proud to be in that eleven percent. The team here in Wombourne, all female. Okay. So yeah, I don't jump on my soapbox unless I have to. But yeah, very much love supporting female business owners mm. and entrepreneurs. I think it's, you know, there is, there's still instances where you go networking and it is very male dominant. And I think it is changing, but I think there's some way to go. Like, I don't think it's an even playing field sometimes between female business owners and male business owners. No, no. But I think that's partly because as women, we tend to elect to step out of the work place because of looking after the kids and 
totally mm -hmm. and it's it's also it is it's very difficult I mean I've got children I've got children in 20s 30s and then I've got a five-year-old and it isn't easy it, you know sometimes you see you know these high-flying business women and it's great that they're totally rocking it and setting a really good example for younger females coming mm. forward but it isn't easy it's you know it's it's hard to juggle everything yeah but I think you know I, I love what I do so that makes it so much easier you know so yeah yeah so yeah you've got children I know so how have you managed to kind of build the business and run the home and all yeah. that kind of stuff yeah so I am very lucky so my partner so he role reversal in our house so my partner he stays at home Wonderful. Um, yeah. while I do my thing so he's he looks after Seb so school runs I don't do can't remember the last time I put a load of washing on really Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's why not? You know, it's absolutely that's what equality is all about, isn't it? Right. It's it is. Yeah. And we shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised by that, really, in this day and age. But I do see still a lot of younger women business owners who have still got two jobs. Because it is a job. Being a parent is a massive responsibility, <laughs> yeah. and it's time. I'm running the house. I'm running it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's brilliant. So when people are considering kind of raising their profile and using social media, I know there's a lot of people who are not against it, but they don't seem to be on it on social media because they might feel that they don't need to. So, so what would you say to them? Yeah, I think some people are still a little bit daunted by it or, you know, well, I've never done it. Why do I need to do it? But just as when, you know, remember when the internet became a thing and it's, well, why do I need a website? Yeah. Most people now, you wouldn't think of not having a website. No, no, no. You know, and I think it's becoming the same with social media. I don't necessarily now jump on a website. I'll go and look at a LinkedIn profile, you know, if it's a corporate company or a business, right. you know, I'll jump on LinkedIn and see what I can find out about them there, not necessarily go and Google for a website. Oh, um, okay. Again, you know, if it's a product or like retail, I'll probably go on Facebook or Instagram and find out about them because it's a great way. So a website's brilliant and you can tell people, who you are, what you stand for, what your product or your service is. I think social media is great to very clearly see the consumer side. So you'll get other people who have who are working with that company or buying from that company. You'll be able to see what they think about them because you can comment and have conversations. Yeah. It's a very organic two-way platform, whereas websites pretty much one-sided yes you can mm. share testimonials yes you can put videos on there about what your clients say your your customers say but yeah I think, I think social platforms are a bit more transparent I think you can get a much better picture yeah 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 so so would you recommend that everybody's on some form of social media yeah definitely whether that's your business brand or your personal brand Okay. Uh, because it, as well, in some situations, you, you want to know about the person. You know, if it's a small business, you want to know about that particular person. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, you know, Jim Shark, Ben, Ben, yeah. this local guy from Birmingham, started his business in his folks' garage. Now billionaire. 
he does it very well. You know, they've got the brand, they've got Gymshark doing their thing on all social platforms, but he engages in social as well. So he does a lot of podcasts himself. You know, you can understand the person behind the brand. He's a brand in his in his own yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I tend to think of you know, like I'm on LinkedIn. I don't tend to do many personal type posts. Yeah, that's the controversial one, isn't it? Some people are like, well, LinkedIn isn't for that. Go on Facebook. But I, I think, as I say, as consumers, we're really savvy now. We want to know more about, you know, you personally with your business. I want to know who you are. You yeah. know, it, it, yes, I see all the things about boardroom buddies, but it's you that I'd be getting. So who are you as a person? What do you stand for? You know, you're the person behind mm. business brand and ultimately it's you that I'd want to get to know. Thank you <laughs> for that bit of consultancy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true though. And I think it doesn't matter yeah. whether you're a, a big global company. People yes. really want to feel close, especially if you're spending money with somebody, you know, yeah. where is my money going? You know, am I feeding a big corporate company and it's a drop in the ocean? Yeah. Or am I connected to and feeling like my money is being spent somewhere good yes yeah yeah that's really interesting yeah okay need to have a look at my social media <laughs> and get a bit better <laughs> it, it's hard isn't it though you know it's it, it, you know or like you say like consultancy when we are talking to companies it's like right you need to do this and it's like oh but you know it's it there's so many different ways for consumers to find out about your business yes having a little bit of something everywhere is better than nothing right right so would you say for most businesses that they should be on several social media platforms or just one and do it really well yeah definitely it's it's there's so many different platforms there's new platforms coming up at the moment Get lost with all the different ones yeah uh, it's mind-blowing but yeah I think definitely you know your businesses LinkedIn is the place to be you know it was built as a platform years ago yeah. and it was viewed as somewhere to go and find a job right yeah um, you know that's what it was for but now it's very much a community you know you can go on and connect with anybody anywhere in the world you can connect with somebody I think for me I don't think it's a great I don't like to be sold to I don't like it when you get no. the picking messages and it's like so I'm mm -hmm. not going to connect with you you know it's but it's a great way to connect with a community of like-minded people, to ask questions. I think it's nice to share things about you personally because it can help somebody else. Mm -hmm. I'm going through this and somebody else can say, yeah, I have to, and help in a corporate environment. Yeah. Not, quite, yeah. not quite Facebook, you know. Yeah. Do you think there's a bit of fear about that? There certainly is from my perspective, sharing too much personal stuff. Okay. Yeah, but I think it's that the. I think people are fearful because I can understand not wanting to put too much of yourself out there. Mm. So only obviously put things out there that you are okay with. You know, I'm not yeah. the deepest, darkest secrets on LinkedIn if, you know, I don't want that out there. But it is nice to share a little bit every now and then just to mm. show that human element, whether it's a positive or a negative, you know, a success or a failure. It's nice to show 
that human behind yeah it. yeah because we all have not failures but things that don't go right or go our way and things like that so exactly which we is don't, yeah we don't share those do we I mean every time you look at a Facebook picture of whatever you know there's happy smiley faces and how oh, wow and hey and wonderful and all that kind of stuff um, but it really isn't real life no and Instagram that's one of the platforms so Instagram you always post the best pictures yeah. You always post, you know, you always see the best of the best. You know, my my gram is pretty much, you know, you look at it and it'll be the best picture of me and my son. It'll be the holiday. It'll be because that's you put your favourite things, favourite yes. things up there. And it can portray a perfect lifestyle. Mm. And that's why I do. I like LinkedIn because I do feel like I can put up there, you know, or, you know, anyone out there had this problem. Can you help me or you know, it's it's. I think it's quite a nice space for that. Okay, been really interesting. Thank you for coming onto the podcast. How do we get in touch with you? Sure. So yeah, TP Squared. So you can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. Twitter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn's a great place. You can go to tpsquared.co.uk or just give me a call. Right. Lovely. Okay. Do you have an email? Yes. Get in touch yes. With. So Carolyn at tpsquared.co.uk. Lovely. That's brilliant. Thanks ever so much, Carolyn. It's been really great to talk to you and to explore about colour, which I'm fascinated by, and especially the McDonald's thing and the sale thing. I'm going to look out for the red and white signs now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. It's been lovely chatting. Yes, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. And thank you, listeners. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Do get in touch with Carolyn if you think she can help you with your brand and showing the more human side of what you do and who you are. And uh, subscribe to the podcast so that you know when the next one's coming up. And let me know what you think and share it if you've enjoyed it. Thanks. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.